getting very, very close to that special day, Jesus' birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jeebus. Not quite yet soon, though. Triple M's Rush Hour with Lisa Jones, Liam and Dobbo bringing you one of these. We didn't want to leave you hanging over summer, so we are dropping some specials, best ofs from the year 2023. You know what I'm not happy with at the moment? Ooh, My tan level. I'm just not as tanned as I would like to be. I need to start working on spray. it. Spray. Yeah. Spray. Stand there and cop the mm. the, na- the natural beauty. <laughs> I've had to spray You want to finish that sentence? <laughs> no. <laughs> Gonna stop. <laughs> uh, so oh, wow. I, I think spray tans, wow. I reckon they're almost more important in summer because. That's, um, look, this, we, we are here to, today coming up on, on the summer pod, we've got uh, best of our sporting guests from the year. Oh, the so sporting legends that have joined yeah. us. Glad we got talking some, about spray tans. We've got some great ones coming up, but that is a good point. Dobbo, that's a, that's a real sticking point of inequality in our society. Still 100%. not okay for you and me to roll out with a spray. It's oh, still... you can. It's like Ross Geller. I'm an eight. <laughs> I'm an eight. Where would you put yourself if you had a spray, double? I? I think I'm. Well, I think I'm naturally olive skin. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I had the tan from the Scottish Highlands, I'd be a solid nine. <laughs> Mate, you're underselling yourself. You'd be a nine and a half. Yeah. Would you? I'm a solid. A I'm a solid eight now. A tan just would finish me off. They're right. That's like cherry on top. Yeah. Um, would you go g-string or no g-string? Oh, never. No, you just no. go. No, you got to leave, you gotta leave something. Got to let. Oh, of course. Well, I've oh. never. Sp- I've never worn a g-string. Me neither. Do, the paper ones are quite the thrill. Do you know what I would say? I no, would do you want say, me to get you one next no, time? No, we yeah. don't need a paper yeah. g-string. You can okay. try it. Yeah. See what it feels like. Oh, hey, you, you might only, prefer it. You only live once, Dobbo. Yeah. Who are we to judge? Yes, that's don't right. Don't yuck somebody else's yum, <laughs> you gotta, as the kids say. you got to feel that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here are some sporting legends we spoke to during the year. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam Flanagan and Ben Dobbin. A big announcement today by Amazon Prime. They are unveiling the Australian Swimming Trials commentary team because the Australian Swim Trials are happening in May um, on Amazon Prime, which is fantastic news for the sport of swimming, Liesl, your sport. And what's even better news is that we are now joined by the man you call your plane buddy. Yes. Uh, a bit of swimming legend in his own right. Brad Hackett, headed for goal. Jerry Perkins will get the silver. Hackett in now. Goal to Australia. Oh, the gold medalist in the 1,500 metres, Grant Hackett. G'day, Grant. G'day, Liam. Dobbo, Liesl. How are you guys? We're going well, thanks, Hacky. How exciting that you're back on Amazon Prime doing a whole heap of work for the Australian Swimming Championships on May 18. How good to be back on pool deck. Yeah, no, it's good fun. I mean, uh, you, you love being able to promote the athletes and, and be there firsthand to see the performances. You know what it's like after an Olympic year too, Liesl. You see a lot of the new blood coming through and, you know, there's a potential for, you know, some people that are going to miss the trials this year, which gives you an opportunity to perhaps get yourself on your first team. And then, you know, you're kind of off and running and building your own momentum in the sport. One person who's having a break at the moment who hinted at her fifth Olympic Games is Kate Campbell. She's off gallivanting around the Greek islands at the moment. How incredible would that be to be the first person to go to five Olympic Games? Uh, it, it's hard enough to go to one, then two, but to even to stretch it out to five is phenomenal. And it just sort of shows the sort of athlete that she is. And and look, the, the, the physio, the support, the type of training you do now, the fact that there's, you know, obviously enough financially to keep you in the sport. It's great to see that 
some of these athletes that have been around have got that level of experience can then pass it on to some of the other athletes coming through so to see someone like her and the knowledge that she would have gained the career and just how decorated she is is phenomenal and uh she's an outstanding individual to go with it hack you got plenty of pull in the world mate you you, you know a lot of people you're very well connected i mean and now that you're part of like uh the amazon prime commentary team for australian swimming i mean Last year, we saw one Liesl Jones remarkable in her coverage on Channel 7, yet nothing happens, mate. Can you make it happen? Can you get her right back on the big screen, please? <laughs> I'll pull some strings. I'll talk to Bezos. You know, I'll do what yeah. I can. So. You'd have a direct phone number to him, wouldn't you? I'll push for it. Yeah, you'd have a direct line to Bezos, surely. I, I keep getting message bank, but I'll try. And <laughs> hey, Grant, just looking at the trials for a moment, obviously Amazon Prime Video, the Aussie Swim Trials, start in May. Cody Simpson was one of the big side stories to the previous trials ahead of the last Olympic Games. Uh, he stayed committed, stayed in the pool, the former rock star, pop star. Is he a chance of making the team at these trials? Oh, he's very much a chance of making the team at the trials. I mean, some of the times that he's been doing in season, just at the you know sort of recent state titles or the Grand Prix events, are as fast as what he did at full taper at the Olympic trials for Tokyo. So he's improved a lot. He's fully committed to the sport, obviously moving across from LA where he's lived since he was 13 years of age, you know, to obviously pursue his um, singing career back then. But to come back and do what he did in the space of 12 months, another, you know, sort of eight or nine months behind that or on top of that, he'll be interesting to watch. I mean, he'll be there collecting medals this time. It's just whether he can... uh, push for for the shiny one right at the top of the dice. Now, there's a headline. We like that. All right. Well, Grant Hackett, we really appreciate your time. Before we let you go, Liesl Jones divulged to us earlier in the show that uh, you two were plane buddies when you used to head away on on team trips for events because it was done alphabetically, Hackett Jones. Uh, Any truth to the rumour that she was an armrest hog, that she used to uh, not share the armrest on the middle rows of the planes? Oh, 100%. She was all over those things. She was already sitting there before I could get in on the plane. So I'd sit there and I'm six foot six, 104 kilos, but I'd be there a little tucked up like a sardine, cramping up before the plane even took off. Mate, you had the biggest chicken wings I've ever seen. They were always in my face when you ate your food. Yeah, well, that's all right. That's all right. He's a champion. You won't. Sharing scary, but I took after Liesl. I mean, she first made her team when she was 15. I was only 20 at the time. Yeah. So, you know, you, someone had to take her under a wing, but it was, it was literal. It was literal. <laughs> was spread across the plane. Oh, outstanding. Well, thank you for taking care of Liesl Jones in her early years. She's now taking care of us uh, on Triple M every afternoon. Grant Hackett, part of the Amazon Prime commentary team for the Australian Swim Trials that kick off next month. Always a pleasure to have you on the show, Grant. Brilliant. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Today, we are joined by another legend. Look, am I, can I say this is my favorite legend? Yes, you of can. All time. Yeah, if you want to, dec- this is your yeah. declaring this is your it? I'll declare this is my favorite goat. legend. Yeah, this is my goat of all time, Lane Beachley. She's an absolute legend in life and in sport. Good afternoon, Lane. You're my favourite swimmer of all time. <laughs> <laughs> what a C- Congratulations on your elevation to legend Thank status. You. you always were before, but you are genuinely bona fide legend now. How does it feel? It's always nice to have the title official yeah. <laughs> and get a pin for it. 
Well, you know, when I paddle out at my local surf break, sometimes someone will paddle up to me like, hey, legend. Hi. <laughs> but now I know, you know what, you're right. I am officially a legend. It's, um, it's look, it's a true honour. I feel really humbled by it. I'm really, as in the surfing te- terminology, I'm super stoked yes. to be uh, sitting alongside the likes of Mark Eller, Dawn Fraser, Don Bradman, you know, the true legends of the sport. So I'm, I'm thrilled. I, I love I mean, your bio is like extensive. I mean, seven times, long. seven times <laughs> world champion. But Lane, I, in a lot of ways, and I know there were before you, but I think that what you did was pave the way for for Australian women surfers to believe that they they can have a future. And I I say that with the, I know there was plenty before you, but I just feel like that you took it stratosphere, and since then we have become so dominant in, in women's surfing. Do you feel a bit in, within yourself that you really were like sort of one of the, I mean, gunslingers, the front runners who absolutely had to break down the barriers? Yeah, I shot a few people between the eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, I was a, I, look, I was really intent on leaving women surfing in a better place than how I found it. Yep. And at the time, in 1990, it was a misogynistic, just sexist, draconian environment that wasn't a real viable opportunity for women to explore the I guess the the pursuit of becoming a world champion it really wasn't encouraged and it was actually encouraged it was discouraged and so today we see the likes of you know Stephanie and Tyler and Sally all uh, paving the way for the next generation and to have the WSL be one of the front runners in announcing pay equity in 2018 it filled me with a sense of pride and satisfaction knowing that all the battles that I endured both at the beach and in the boardroom that were worthwhile because I'd hate mm. to go through all of that and it amount to nothing. So, look, the current generation, of course, have their fair share of their own challenges, but to know that we've left the sport in a better place and that they're the benefactors and they're now paving the way, yeah, I'm extremely satisfied. You know you're the first surfing legend. I do like being a trailblazer. Yeah. <laughs> I do enjoy being a pioneer. Mm. I'm just going to find another space for the, in the trophy room because they gave me a beautiful trophy and I just don't know where to put it. Oh, oh. You run out of space. You have to build <laughs> about, another room. What about that like, humble brag? Just I've run out of space <laughs> in my trophy room. It's not bad, is it? Um, I have to share it with a musician too, you know. I've put in excess in the corner. I did see your interview actually with Kirk and just how he had to, the competition was on, but you got a surfing room, but he didn't get a studio. So I do love that. That is a humble brag in your relationship. <laughs> now, at the moment, Lane, we're running Triple M's Oztober where we're celebrating all Australian music. Mm. Obviously, you're married to Kirk Pangilly, one of the greatest musicians of our time. How amazing is it in this country? I mean, I went to the Acres on the weekend and we had Budgera play. Our musical talent at the moment is just mind-blowing, isn't it? It runs so deep and it's so varied. I guess it's not stereotypical. We embrace the different sounds, the different cultures, the just the different genres of music and uh, and we have so much hidden talent and to unearth that talent and share it across the platforms, especially on your station, <laughs> Uh, is wonderful. Well, we're certainly not underestimating the depth of your talent, Lane Beachley, <laughs> a seven-time world champion who is now officially a legend of Australian sports. Congratulations on the elevation. You deserve to be in that company, and we really appreciate you giving us some time on the show. My pleasure. Thanks, you guys. Something that we'd all love to be a part of, but only a select few get to be a part of, Lisa Jones, <laughs> is the 
Sports Australia Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's mm. huge. And it is a huge honour, especially if you are an athlete and there's a lot of um, officials that are included mm. in this. And the Sport Australia Hall of Fame have their new inductees for 2023. They include Nova Paris, Tim Cahill, Tim McLaren, Lydia Lasilla, Kurt Fernley, Kim Brennan and the one and only Jonathan Thurston. Who joins us on the line. Uh, JT, welcome to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, thank you very much. It's um, Yeah, huge honour. I thought it was a bit of a G up when it uh, first came. <laughs> through but um, my wife was like no you got to ring them back so um, yeah it's extremely humbling it is a huge honor and it's only for a very select few you you are alongside Arthur Beetson Wally Lewis Darren Lockyer and Mal Meninga who are already a part of the Sport Australia Hall of Fame I guess sometimes I wonder I question whether you're up there with those people did that doubt ever cross your mind that you thought oh I'm not as worthy <laughs> yeah of course you know and then you have a look at the rest of the athletes that are in the Sport Australia Hall of Fame, like Don Bradman, Dawn Fraser, Kathy Freeman, Ian Thorpe, these are all people that changed and put their sport on the on the world map. So uh, just to have my name mentioned uh, alongside the greats of Australian sport, it's yeah, it's it's an extremely proud moment. I don't think there's any doubt, mate, no um, that you, you de- don't deserve this. I mean, what you did for the game of rugby league and still do in the community, I, I understand that these awards aren't from then on, but what you did, you changed the way halfbacks play the game and uh, you should be so proud. Talking about halfbacks that can change games, oh. it just didn't go to plan for one halfback on Sunday night and we, we both saw each other at, at one store. We thought Brisbane were home, but then another bloke put his hand up and you think at some point, he just might get in the Australian Hall of Fame as well, and that's Nathan Cleary. He was sublime in that last 20 minutes. Yeah, when 24-8 with 20 minutes to go, I thought, oh, let's watch Renault go to work here and close the game out. And um, said to someone earlier that um, the best thing for the Panthers, and it was an unfortunate thing for these players, but uh, Luai and Isaiah Yo going off with the HIA, I don't think Cleary would have been able to do what he got to do uh, if those two players were on the field at, at that point in time because um, he had to take control. Um, he had to play a different role, which uh, suited uh, their, him getting them back in the game and then obviously him scoring the, the match winner. So, yeah, I was sitting there just uh, mind-blown thinking, how has this happened and are we witnessing greatness? JT, the, the conversation around Renault, there is a bit of a chat at the moment. Obviously, he's contracted through to the end of next year, and there is some discussion about his contract and his age and all the rest of it. I mean, you retired at the end of the 2018 season, and you're playing that same role. What is your perspective on on age versus ability? Like, when is that cliff? When does it arrive for a, for a playmaker in the number seven? Yeah, around the age that he's at now. I think I was at 35 when I uh, pulled the pin, so... Um, you know, and when you're at that age, you can't be on the field for as long as what you are uh, because you are carrying injuries and niggling injuries. Everyone does it. Everyone does it. But when you're uh, younger, um, you seem to be able to get through those little niggles uh, easier than, you know, in your early 30s. So, um, yeah, you know, like the goal kicking, uh, the general play kicking that you put hours and hours and hours of work into during the week, you know, that slowly starts to come back and you only, you know, do a little bit of those skill sets uh, that you need to perform at a higher level. So I do think he's still playing good enough to go around again and I think it'll be very beneficial for 
uh, Reno to go around if uh, they're looking at Ezra Mam taking over that role uh, for Ezra to have another year under Reno um, and get his footy IQ where it needs to be. And if he's the one to lead the Broncos after Reno, then yeah, I'd definitely be having uh, Reno around for another year. Lisa, as as an existing member, welcoming mm. JT into the club, mm. what, what does he get? Is there a special handshake? Is there a car park? What you, happens? You, <laughs> well, you don't get a car park. You do get a pin though that you oh. get to wear everywhere, which is a special pin. There you so go. yeah, uh, Jonathan Thurston, a member of the Sport Australia Hall of Fame. Uh, congratulations once again. Before we let you go, are you locked in for Vegas next year with our man Dobbo? <laughs> He's on, mate. He's well before me. He's in one A. I'm in twenty seven D. Have nine booked you in? Oh, he's in, mate. He's going. Uh, not, not at this stage. Oh, whatever, so everyone's whatever. still uh, got their hand up to go, so hopefully we'll find out soon. Oh, oh, JT in Vegas. The strip will never Fun. have seen a laugh like that one. The strip will never recover after that. <laughs> Jonathan Thurston, we appreciate your time. Have a great afternoon. We'll let you go. Will do. Thank you very much for having me.